on the mic. I'm Riley. And I'm Emily. Welcome back, everybody. Um, Take a moment right now to like, subscribe, share, and join us on Patreon. All our social medias are in the caption. We're on TikTok. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're everywhere. So follow along. We're trying to put different things in different places sometimes, too. So keep in the loop. Um, So we actually left off our last episode on a rather spicy note and decided that this topic needs its own jam. <laughs> it does. I'm kind of the excited about this. <laughs> so I'm going to reread the um, staff commentary <laughs> that triggered this entire thing. So I had asked some of our staff, what is the most surprising thing you've learned about men while working at Muse? And this anonymous answer <laughs> came in. <laughs> and I can't stop laughing. So it says nine times out of 10, they want their booty hole played with, signed anonymous. I find a lot of men love being teased and tickled near their bum. I think it's because the idea is still so taboo to most men. It turns them on to dance on that line. (laughs) And I wouldn't have thought it was that taboo still, but apparently it is. I mean, I think as a society, We've made some baby steps. I think as our industry, we've made some strides. Like we openly have prostate massage sessions on our service menu. It's Mm -hmm. not like a secret hush hush thing that people have to ask for in in the darkness of the massage room or anything. Um, But I think in the general public, it's something you find jokes and skits about like on TikTok and Instagram. But I don't think people are really like, so how about based you know what I mean I just don't don't think that's the way it goes although in our opinion obviously it should be like every man should have his bum played with it's fantastic I mean we love it every man and woman agreed booty holes are awesome I've never said booty holes so much since this message came in And I think that's why at Muse we created the backstage pass it's like the actual name of the session because it Mm. took that pressure away from the guys to be in session and be like can you can you put it there like instead of hinting oh. at it it's a given it's ordered at front desk I'd like so and so for 30 minutes with a backstage pass and girl can go into the session knowing exactly what he's into um because I, I guess they are uncomfortable at times to to make the request and again going back to our last episode communication is so important especially in a sexual relationship mm-hmm. you need to express what you want guys it's true. And I, I completely forgot that aspect of our session naming. We often go with something that's just a little more digestible, a little easier to talk about. Um, and like you said, something you, you say when you just book your appointment. Um, so they don't have to be like, uh, what do I say now? Because yeah. I mean, I've been in my own personal sexual moments in my own personal sex life where I'm like, uh, and I don't know what to say. I, <laughs> Even I can have a picture of you not knowing what to say that, that Listen, strikes me I have a shockingly long bucket list <laughs> anyway <laughs> moving right along <laughs> I thought that that and that uh, segue kind of into our backstage pass session is a perfect way to bring up prostate health we were talking about men's mental health and a big portion of 
physical health is mental health and mental health is physical health as well. They definitely tie together and can aggravate and stress each other in, in that balanced dynamic of a healthy man in general. And we don't often talk about bum play or bum health or prostates and milking prostates and how healthy it is to ejaculate and, and all of the things. So we're going to we're gonna dive into the gritty. <laughs> I have a random question for you that actually just popped in my mind and I'm not sure. I know our, um, our social media feeds and for you pages are very different. But there is um, a bit of a trend out there on certain right-leaning parts of the internet where the narrative being pushed is that men need to learn something called sperm retention. So as not ejaculating for extensive periods of time, so as to boost their testosterone levels, which is supposed to make betas and incels more alpha apparently but anyways it's a thing and I see it bleeding onto other pages that aren't necessarily right-leaning situations it's a general men's health thing or one of those like billionaire mentor type pages or something that just puts anything and everything in Andrew Tate one minute and then left-wing stuff the next and it's this whole retention thing I think mm -hmm. it's a risk but Tell me your thoughts on on just the premise. The only time I've heard of it um, wouldn't be for extended periods of time. I've heard of it with more so like athletes that mm. if like the night before a big game, you know, you don't swim and you don't fought or have sex um, or, you know, bust a nut on your own, whatever it is, you just refrain <laughs> from that evening, which I have to assume there's some research behind that. And, you know, what's one night we can all go without a night, but I think prolonged, I'm not quite sure about like the medical standpoint, what the effects would be, but just mentally, I don't find that like a well-rounded person. I'm so glad you agree because that's exactly how I feel. Um, obviously, we're not doctors. We're not here to diagnose everything or test people's testosterone levels in their blood. But at the same time, we definitely know about testicular health and we definitely know about prostate health based on our area of focus and expertise. <laughs> and there is something to be said for clearing out the pipes. And yes, that is a release of many hormones, not just testosterone. It is when we orgasm too, right? Endorphins and adrenaline and, and all of the things that combine serotonin and everything that comes together as well as the after phases when you feel sleepy and how you regenerate and, and refill your testicles at that point as well. But I think for prolonged not just testicular health, but especially prostate health. I think having that much backup, especially with such a, in my opinion, a, a twisted methodology behind it, or like a very strange reason. You're not trying to enlarge your own prostate because the doctor instructed you to. You're not trying to withhold semen to get a proper, you know, sperm donation of sperm bank because the doctor said, wait five days. We're talking sometimes months on end. And if that isn't a direct path to you're going to suffer from prostate cancer later in life, I couldn't find a shorter path. Like, I find it very strange. And, and the premise is it's going to make me more manly. Right. It's not that it's going to, like, save me from something. It's going to make me more manly. I think just from, like, a medical standpoint, which, again, I am certainly not in a position to give any medical advice. But I do have a little bit of personal experience recently with prostate health. 
I won't go much further than that. But mm. um, I know a lot of men as they age will deal with um, prostate health or some form of prostate cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, most men actually even die with it, it not being the cause, but it was there. And what feeds prostate cancer is testosterone. So if you actually had prostate cancer, they would try to reduce your testosterone. So I don't see building testosterone being a positive thing for a man's prostate. I completely agree. Um, And aside from that, we also know all of the the fun aspects of the prostate. There's a ton of pleasure that can be found there. There's absolutely separate and entirely different kinds of orgasms. There are sensations that you wouldn't feel anywhere else, very similar to a woman and her G-spot, which is also a mythical thing for some fucking reason, even though we all know it exists. Not Pokeroo. <laughs> right? So I think the fact that we offer a place where people can come in and experiment is awesome. But I think the fact that there's this pressure of either you're into it or you're not without allowing much middle ground, either you're saying like all of this stuff is bad or all of this stuff is just kosher, woohoo, let's do it all. I think it can be intimidating to someone, especially if it's their first time. Um, and what I love is our backstage pass session doesn't have to be hardcore. It can be your very first time. It can be nothing but like little touches and external. There are ways to stimulate and milk or release the prostate externally without any penetration at all. And most people don't know that until they experience it or they try it with a partner. Um, And again, most women out there don't know these things, whereas our muses are experts because we teach them all the things. Let's see the video collection we have. It's fucking weird, the instructional. (laughs) Training at Muse is awesome. Sometimes I sit in our office, actually, I did this week, and I was looking at the collection of videos because we we physically train the girls, or not physically, but like sit with them and train them. But then there's also some things that can be done through video that better explains. Um, And I was looking at the collection and going, wow, like this is is not a normal office, but I'm so happy (laughs) it's my office. There's nothing about our days that are normal. <laughs> okay, most people have textbooks and training manuals and we've just got porn. <laughs> yeah. But there's such a, I think for men too, like this homophobic <laughs> aspect mm-hmm. of if you want your bum played with, you're gay, which is so, first of all, if you're yeah. gay, who cares? Like it is 2023. Um, but beyond that, like, it's fun guys. It feels good. And if you can be in a safe place where you can experiment and, and try it, like, I mean, there's such a level of orgasm that you're not going to reach without it. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, again, we're, we're not dudes, so we don't, we don't have one I'm waiting for mine in my next life. But <laughs> from what I hear, it's absolutely fucking phenomenal the way that the actual orgasm and the release feels. Um, and I've learned enough through all my studies that there are ways to have a prostate orgasm that has nothing to do with your penis whatsoever. Um, You can retain your semen if you want to and still milk your prostate. You can do things internally, externally, with a partner, by yourself. There's toys. There's so many options. And I think people underestimate the adventure. Like when we're young, you know, we kiss a guy or kiss a girl the first time and then he grabbed my boob or I was up his leg at the movies. And like, we go through those little bases, those little phases. And then we kind of stop experimenting once we like do it. And, and right. then all of a sudden, like that's that's all. 
And it feels like the next option to that is like anal or nothing. <laughs> There's no other room for more bases or more play. And I think that's such a disservice to us because not only can like playing with your bum, tickling internal, external, whatever kind of stimulation you like, absolutely stimulate your penis and make your, your regular ejaculation orgasms that much more intense. But because there's also a separation, you can entertain one, you can entertain the other, you can entertain both together. You could try to time those orgasms together. You can have them in synchronicity where one actually promotes the next one. Like there is so much room to play. And the same goes for women with clitoral and G-spot orgasms, right? You can, the, the holy grail is when they happen together. <laughs> it's glorious, but you can literally mix and match and uh, all these fun little options that are like, you can make your own little sexual lunchable for all anyone cares and, and put your combinations together how you choose. And not enough people allow themselves that journey, that exploration. We'll try a new workout. We'll read a new book. We'll take a new course or try a new job, but we won't try new things in the bedroom. Or at Muse, like, why are you talking about? There's, there's like a whole buffet of life to explore, and you learn so much about yourself through all of these different little experiments. That if you can reach new pleasures uh, or, or heights and levels of pleasure, is that not the same as a runner's high? Is that not the same as like yoga or meditation? Like, these are all different realms that, as human beings, we should strive to to kind of discover and thrive within. Because like, imagine what's what's in there. It's not like it's like some secret level we're not allowed to go to. We can absolutely do it starting today. Like, that's crazy cool. <laughs> it's amazing. Like, I'm so glad we're humans and we do this shit for fun. Because half, most of the kingdom does it. They just do it to make babies and, and we get to play. And I yeah. think play we should. I think it's really kind of cool. I agree. So moral of the story is everyone needs a backstage bath. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and get your prostate checked regularly. Make sure you're on top of your mental health as much as you are your physical health. And make sure sexual health is included in that portfolio, guys. I think that's it for this episode. What do you think, Brian? I think so. But come in for your backstage pass and take care of your prostates, gentlemen. We love you. We love you. We'll see you in the next one. Make sure you subscribe, like, follow us on Patreon, and uh, share to everybody you know. We'll see you in the next episode. Mwah.